Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. Have you been dying to see us live? Then get psyched about the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, on June 18th. Jackie, we're not at the Country Bear Jamboree, but I am grinning like a possum, eating a sweet tater. Because we'll have all your favorite LPN family out and performing live, including last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, No Dogs in Space, Brighter Side, Fraudsters, Someplace Underneath, The Story Must Be Told, and more. Tickets available now. Again, that's the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th in Nashville, Tennessee. The last podcast network, Country Jamboree. Once there was this kid who... Got into an accident and couldn't come to school, but when he finally came back, his hair had turned from black into a bright white. He said that it was from when the cars had smashed so hard. All right, you doing the low note? Jackie's already so mm-hmm. mad. <laughs> Jackie threw her phone out the window. Blinking, ting, 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 kalinking, ting, ting, ting. Second verse. What? Oh, yeah. There <laughs> was this girl verse. who <laughs> wanted go and change with the girls in the change room, but when, yeah, it's my time to do this, but when they finally made her, they saw birthmarks all over her body, yeah, it's my opening song, you couldn't quite explain it, they always just (laughs) been there, welcome to page seven, everybody, it's the mm mm-mm-mm song by the band Crash Test Dummies, and you know what I'm going to go ahead and say, underrated album, that is a good album that people should pay more attention to, agree or disagree, Natalie and MJ, my co-host this week. Natalie, you go Jackie's first. not here. What do you think? Agree or disagree? <laughs> I don't think I knew that they had any other songs. Oh, yeah. They got a whole album of them. They have a couple albums. And my, my friend Pat and I, we, we were obsessed with the music video and the songs. It was so weird. And so we got the album and we were like, wow, there's like a, actually a bunch of fun, good tracks on this. That was one of my first tapes I ever owned. That and Primus Pork Soda. Can you give me a, 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 an, a year to place myself like we're talking uh, early 90s right yes okay. this is 90s for 93? sure this I, is... say, I was gonna say 93 it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember it's... when halloween costumes of crash test dummies were very in and it was 
about 93. Right. And, and uh, uh, yeah, they they formed in 1988, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was the early 90s. I mean, I was in fifth grade, I think. Okay. Yeah, 91 to 1999, it says mainstream success. And uh, they, yeah, they had uh, an album called The Ghosts That Haunt Me. Which is interesting because I had a Kalman song called She's a Ghost That Haunts Me. But God Shuffled His Feet was the album with mm, 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 mm <laughs> on it. And that kid, that was in 1993. That was their second album. That was a Great ballsy stuff. move to, to make a sound the name of the song. <laughs> that was what you could do in the 90s. It was free, you know. <laughs> You could do all sorts of things. You use songs about jerking off, and the, but you know, yeah. You'd be if like, you were oh. a straight white man, no <laughs> one else. <laughs> of course. Thank you for reminding me, Jackie. Uh, I'm sorry, Natalie. Jackie's oh. not here. Jackie, you're the Jackie. Has no voice, and she must scream. She had her laryngitis, came back with a big old rope blast. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? It was a big, nasty load like of thing. laryngitis. Well, we're talking about cum now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm running the show, y'all. So what's up? Hold You're in my Jackie. house now. We told, before we started recording, Natalie and I said, Holden, you're the Jackie, and he said, "But I'm, I'm the Jackie, and I'm also the Holden, and that's the, that's gonna be what's really special about the show is Holden. Welcome to my Holden. dome of terror. Well, I wanted Holden to be the, the Holden. Holden. That was my, that's what I wanted. I'm the Holden. <laughs> you could be the Holden. Be the Holden. You gotta for talk us about come a lot. I love my baby. <laughs> wow, oh, that's uh, nice. Oh, that's nice, Holden. I love calm jokes in my baby. <laughs> Look how mad I am about how much I love my baby. I like that part of it the most. Uh, yes. Um, what else? MJ, thank you for, for joining us as well. I'm going to be the MJ. I will try <laughs> to... You know, I can try to channel both my inner Jackie and my inner Holden. They're both in there, but... Yeah, wrestling. Well, they're on your shoulder constantly That's arguing true. over what decision you should make. That's true. They are. You got. You are the, the Jackie and the Holden on my shoulder. Interestingly, both suggesting things I would never do. You yeah, know? Jackie's just going, squirt, squirt, yeah. squirt, and I'm just going, come, come, Dif- come. Different bad things, so you have separately yeah. bad... Yes. Suggestions, different tastes yeah. of bad things. Light it on fire. Yeah. No, cover it in water. You know, and it's all bad, right? Because we're talking about your laptop or something. You know what I mean? This, they're just like intrusive thoughts on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are my intrusive thoughts. Actually, that might help. With I'm not. I don't have like. You know, I probably don't have the most intrusive thoughts of anybody, but I have them. And I think maybe if I name them Jackie and Holden, it will happen. <laughs> well, sometimes my intrusive thoughts have to do with getting Taco Bell at three o'clock in the morning. And my God, my Lord, help us all. Uh, it seems that they uh, will be putting out a musical. You know, normally I'd just be like, whatever, I roll. You know, um, I'm going to try sm- cigarettes again or something. You know what I mean? But uh, in this situation, they got some big talent behind this. People we've been talking about a lot lately. D- Dolly Parton, Doja Cat, both involved, which is hilarious that Doja Cat's involved because we already talked about how Doja Cat, Natalie, if you haven't seen this, Doja Cat had to do like a corporate engagement song, yeah. like rap, and it's so funny. And she's just like, this is dumb as shit, but here it goes. This is, I purposely made this terrible. And like, it's very funny. Um, so I would have thought she would have cut ties with Taco Bell over that situation, but maybe they are marketing geniuses and actually knew that that was indeed funny and actually helpful to the Taco Bell brand. On top of that, that we were just talking about the two ladies who won a Grammy for writing a musical on TikTok, the Bridgerton musical, they're behind the writing of it, so now I like kind of want to see this dumb fuck musical. I know. I know. I'm very mad 
that a commercial, I get very mad when people laugh at commercials. I'm that person. Me too. Oh my God, I hate, or, or when people sit around. Actually, what makes me mad is when a group of grown adults sit around and compare the commercials they like the best. <laughs> I don't like it. Like, have you seen the one with the eagle oh that God. drinks the beer? It's like, yeah, dude, it's a dumb fuck commercial. Like, where are we at right now? You know what I mean? Gideon Marching towards death, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather you guys compare Funko Pops than uh, talk about, you know what I mean? The, the idea, though, that like, the Bridgerton musical TikTok sensation is now making the Taco Bell musical. It does. We are manifesting idiocracy. That is, this is exactly <laughs> yeah. what that's leading to. Ah, TikTok Bell. Am I right? Uh, very fun stuff. <sighs> but uh, <laughs> if you were like, I like in college, I was like very angsty and learning about anti capitalism. And I read a book called One Dimensional Man about how capitalism just can incorporate all resistance back into itself only to grow stronger. And I feel like right. that is this. It's just like, Oh, you don't like, you know, uh, the guy, I thought it was the Geico commercials and the progressive commercials, which always make Gideon laugh. And in my, I always look at him. I'm like, in my house, we don't laugh at commercials. <laughs> I'm on your fucking team so hard right now. I love this from you. I never knew we shared this with each other. I also, I get violently angry Ooh. when people, and Lexi does the same thing. She loves commercials. She loves funny Gideon commercials. loves the ones, well, oh, you're going to become like your parents. And Gideon's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, ah, shut shit, up. man. Are, are Gideon and Lexi the same? Like, they're kind of the same aren't they i'm starting to think about yeah it. I, I, yeah and that and that way i am the hold it too yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lexi, i'm like shut up debbie shut up. downer it's not fun it's not funny i'm just like absolutely raining on his parade oh my god oh the, i had the worst when murder fist was like falling apart i came home one day we were living in that uh studio apartment in in queens and I walked in and she was watching the Amy Schumer uh, sketch comedy show. And I was just like, turn it off. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there will be no sketch comedy in this house. It will. It is a death. It is a dead place for me. One of, your, dead- one of your, your, your murder fist co people was on the show. My husband Which, who was on it. Oh yeah, did Henry have a part? Yeah, he was on. It was like on a like an award nominated sketch on her show. Oh, gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't even know. Well, yeah, even worse. I'm like, he's say, out that there. That makes it worse. Working yeah. with her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. That was what... Henry out of my house. I just left. <laughs> living, I'm literally that. living in a room with my then uh, girlfriend. I don't even think we were engaged at that point. I was living in a single room with a bathroom. <laughs> it was it was a rough, you know. It was, but anyways, yes. Uh, going back to uh, the Taco man. Bell, yeah. So it's yes. just so now we are in the singularity where <laughs> instead of having like clever and listen, if you're in marketing, I totally don't hold it against you. If you are in advertising, they get very smart, creative people, and it's very sure. hard to get a job being a smart, creative person. So a lot of very smart, funny, creative people get jobs in advertising, which makes total sure. sense. And then they yep. make very smart, funny, creative ads. So it's not, it's not those people I'm mad at. It's capitalism yeah and now taco bell is like oh what if we you know yeah like things like we are the world and stuff were corny but like you know what's not corny like doja cat and dolly parton and it's just very smart of them and very clever right. and capitalism is just very clever. yeah it's a little a annoying job. just because they are going into the wink we get it we're yes. like so meta right. the yes. twitter of yeah every corporation on twitter you mean yes yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like oh we're moon pies we tweet at snack wells or whatever. yeah and we yeah, say yeah, fuck yeah. in our yeah. tweets <laughs> whatever right right we respond to like any loser on here yes you know and yeah yeah we go viral full disclosure though because i feel like i'm i wonder my instinct is to protect taco bell i was in a taco bell commercial you may have remembered this smell the bell uh you i talked about it on roundtable gentlemen 
Yes, I was inside. It's like very hard to find. It's that like obscure. It was like online only. I think it aired like on one website. Is that the wedding one? day. Yes, the wedding oh, yeah, one where we this. don't have the pants. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was one of the few gigs I got from auditioning. Um, nailed it, by the way. Aww, killed it. Well, in that case, I take it all back and Taco Bell can make as many commercials as Yeah, Taco Bell has a, has a sweet spot in my heart. I think I did one of those two where I like invented a line. Like I got a line in, which is kind of cool. Like I, w- I, cre- I went all the way with it. I honestly, I feel like I should get more work. I created like a whole <laughs> character out of nothing. I was like the creepy cousin in the wedding party and I just kept like riffing and doing all these little gags like even in between takes I was just like making everybody break up everybody was like hold in you are the man you've got a huge dick I think you're good at fucking you're gonna be a star we're gonna use you for everything yeah exactly they were like can you sing less good because you're too good at singing you know what I mean it was like a lot of just people asking me to be less kind of talent forward in the situation are you guys missing Jackie yet is that happening yet uh <laughs> I've got you in my class. I want to see the data for like people dropping off of listening <laughs> yeah. to the episode. Like, like I want to like see the. Holden, thing. you need to you need to embody Jackie. You're not you're not you're exactly. being Holden. Oh, hey, everybody! <laughs> oh, I'm so I work too hard. I work too hard. Oh my god! Oh my god! Everybody loves me. Ooh, Your goal for Jackie. this episode is to make Jackie scream so much that she loses her. Like hard work <laughs> yeah. for voice that she is. Poor Jackie All is on vocal again. rest. Can you imagine just how much of a? I told her she's like a prisoner in her own brain. Can you Dude, imagine? Dude, I not being okay. Able so to speak. I dealt with this myself actually with Lexi, but it was Lexi who was on the intense vocal rest. But still, I mean, when your partner that you are around all day every day cannot fucking talk. It gets hard after yeah. a little while. Like it, it, it gets very challenging. Imagine how they feel when you're just screaming no. in their face, <laughs> yelling like at them, and they can't yell back. Dude, she had to I get like steroid back. injections in her throat. Really? And shit. Yeah, it was. It, dude, it got serious. It got to the point. It was for so. That's why I was like, you got to shut this down now, because her shit got so serious after a while. Like we were worried, like she wasn't gonna like come all the way back like, vocally. Yeah, and like. The more and it's a Chinese finger trap. Like the more you talk, like the worse. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the longer it it's gonna take. So it's just like it's such mental warfare right now. Her and Jeff are in a playing like the world's most dangerous game with each other <laughs> in that apartment. Like just constantly having to communicate without action. One person not be able to talk at all. Like and and of you know and of course Jackie's like me. I mean uh, you know talk 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 talk. We love to talk. It's all we like to do. So yeah, yeah, I can see how that. But you should have just done this episode completely by yourself. I should have holding talks for an hour and ten minutes. I have, but done, he shall not. I have, back in the day, there was times because we used to do uh, my old po- my old political podcast, Radio Dispatch, every day, and there was times where just like something would come up, and we just like had to get an episode out without being able to get a guest. And there was just a handful of times over like a decade that we did it, but where I did a uh, monologue for an hour, and so yeah, can happen. You'll figure it yeah. out. It's like. Rush You'll figure it out. Style. You just embody your inner like 
Oh, no. You know, Howard Stern or Rush Limbaugh, but in the other direction. Yeah, you start radicalizing yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I guess Kim Kardashian figured it out uh, somehow, uh, and we figured it out a little bit later, the whole part where she didn't even get the dress all the way on. Her big ass was just completely <laughs> bursting out of the thing. They sort of tied it up loosely. I love the... It's just so funny, you know, after all of the work that was put into it, it, it it's just such a celebrity thing. It's like... I worked so hard to get the dress to fit. And then at the end of the day, it didn't even fit. She lost so much weight. She looked very, Unhealthy. very skinny. Yeah. And very she then bizarre. spoke about how she lost the weight in this like super triggering, super unhealthy oh, way. Oh, right? no, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah, she was like, I oh, starved yeah. myself for three weeks. I can't wait to like go like binge after this. Like, oh, you no. know, it was like very, very, very de- bad, dangerous for a high, you know, Somebody like fucking her, and yeah, her, her her body clearly not meant to fit into this thing, and she near and she had an exact replica made of it that was indistinguishable that she had to change into anyway, so she didn't destroy it. And meanwhile, now at least one, I think two different like historic organizations, like costume organizations, have come out and been like, "Don't do this. This is not what like." We keep old things for, for people to put them on and destroy them. Like, just make a fucking replica. And while you're at it, you can make one that fits you. It'll be fine. I also, I would, I, I maybe we'll get to it someday. A pop history on Mar- Marilyn Monroe, I feel like, is needed because oh, yeah. at this point, you know, because I feel like I don't know how I feel about Marilyn Monroe. You know what I mean? It's a tragic story to me. It's more like a tragic story about what, like, the. Hollywood system and the American dream can do to people. I don't necessarily know that Marilyn Monroe necessarily needs to be this like icon that people look up to. Well, she, and she herself was a good person. Like she was very She's a brilliant smart. woman, right? She was very yeah. smart and she was very sad. Yeah, she was because she was passed around and all these men. Yeah, it was like this gross thing. So, so where we get into this whole like uh, Marilyn, 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 you know what I yeah, mean? Kim and like the idolization. Like, I just need to, like she has a lock of her fucking hair, like a creepazoid. Okay, not a real one too. So that was the other story here um, that, that uh, Jackie sent to us. She's, of course, she's amazing and still still sent us all the articles. But yeah, um, Ripley's gifted her a lock of Marilyn Monroe's hair. There's a, a video of it on Instagram for getting it. She's like so excited. Uh. But apparently um, uh, somebody came out and said there's actually, uh, that's not actually uh, Mar- Marilyn Monroe's hair. That um, they, ha- they have some specific, there, there's like a, because apparently that hair was uh, said to have been cut by someone else, and she went to a different person to get her hair done that well, night. Well, wasn't Ripley supposed to have like verification on these things? Some kind of verification stuff. So I'm not really sure what the deal is with all of that, and I think Ripley stands by their uh, their situation or or that they, that is uh, authentic. That guy just cut a piece of his ass hair off and put it <laughs> in a jar. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's worse if it is her hair or if it's not. Because when I read and thinking it was her hair, I was like. Man, if I die and some person I hate got my hair and right. got my old clothes. And in the video, Kim Kardashian's like, I'm going to do some voodoo shit with this. Yeah. Like she literally says that. And I don't know whether Marilyn Monroe <laughs> would hate or love Kim Kardashian. Maybe they would get along great. Maybe, But it's just like, right. I feel like the the idea that Marilyn Monroe, the kind of like, uh, you know, like, it's it's like what word am I looking for? It's not like dehumanizing exactly, but it's like the this deifying of her, like she's a god, and it's like okay, first of all, she was like you said, Holden, she was just like you know abused by all these like powerful mm-hmm. men, 
And like, if she was like a really interesting and brilliant and creative person, like totally, but also she like suffered because of the systems that she was a part of. They didn't want her to be clever in the, in the, you know, they, that wasn't what they wanted her to present, even though she was very smart. And I think right. that's what made yeah. her sad, you know, because they were like, no, just shut up and do the thing. You're like, Oy, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, I those agree. exact noises that she did. <laughs> <again. laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so, you're, all right, you're getting me all aroused over. All right, come on. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> Mr. President. Well, and the dress being from that, again, it's like, and then they're trying to make that event. And, and if I'm talking idiotically, I'm sure somebody will hit DM me and correct me. But, like, isn't the whole thing behind that that she's, like, seducing uh, the president of the United States of America because she'd been having an affair with him behind Jackie O's back, who was probably at the event. I mean, I talked about this last week, but still, it's like... I don't know if kinda... it's real or not. I know that that is the story, but I don't oh. know if that mm-hmm. ha- actually happened. Right. right, but isn't it still a little, you know, yeah. even if they weren't having an affair, like she's seductively singing this song to this pre- open, very clear, definitely married man president, JFK, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and by the way, I'm pretty sure shit was going down because that's like definitely the thing everybody says about that time period in those those two. So I guess. What are you more into? What do you want more, uh, Natalie? A Jackie O or a Marilyn Monroe? Where do you where are you at? I'm a Jane Mansfield all the way, baby. Ooh. Okay, there you go. MJ. Oh, where are you Lord. going? Freddy Krueger or Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a Freddy Krueger. All right, yeah, that makes sense. Jason's kind of a big lug, right? But he's got a <laughs> Fucking tree trunk down there. Freddy Krueger's kills are more creative, you know? Yeah, I like a more creative kill yeah. I actually like the situation Jason from my better. lovers. Yeah. I don't like the Freddy Krueger movies as much, but I think if I were to be one. Also, date isn't one. there a whole thing No, no, about- you have to date one. No, oh, we're just date dating. Date one. Yeah, yeah. Mm, <laughs> but it's a Jason. But I would yeah, probably. Three, three really meaningful long dates and then decide, you know what? If there's something just a little off, we're not going to move forward. <laughs> like that's the scenario. I think I think I'd go Kruger. He made me laugh. He's so funny. Well, he's a child molester, so that's yeah, true. That's but true. that's kind of funny too. What do you think? But, no, I'm just kidding. All actually, right, but, that that was added though. He wasn't originally a, a child molester. That was later on in the series. Oh, they added that. They, in. Added, they they did. Well, he needs more umph. His <laughs> fucked up faces and, and claw hands aren't scary enough. He needs a little more going on. And wait. Before before we move on to Marilyn Monroe, one last <laughs> right, thought. Shoehorn the most ridiculous segue I'm so, in. I'm so sorry. I could tell you were really gearing up towards a really good segue. <laughs> but I, and so I'm sure that listeners know more about this, but is it like, I feel like there's this thing where it's like Marilyn Monroe and her like plus size boldness. But it was like because standards, uh-huh. back, beauty standards back then were so fucked. Yeah. That like what was a size 12 back then is a f- size fucking four now or something. Right. And, this, and as evidenced by Kim Kardashian being like, I needed to starve myself to get into this dress. Like, I feel like not to take away Marilyn Monroe as like a like, yes, queen, have a different body like hero that she is. I think that's cool. But it's I think the idea that she's like that. It was like, oh, she was just so bold and big and beautiful. Like she was still oppressed by this horrific system, right? Right. Oh, totally. And also, it's very funny that that came about because it really, I think that had more to do with the heroin chic popularity of uh-huh. the 90s and 2000s where women were encouraged to be so emaciated that Marilyn Monroe's breasts and ass were like, Oh, but look at her. She's uh. a she's a real woman because she was never actually big, but in that time period it was just that like big 
boobs and butts were more popular. Uh, and then we got to the time when it was like, no boobs, no butts. Those are bad. Yuck. And so she became an icon for like boobs and butts are hot. Yeah. I mean, so that's great. And I don't want to take that away from her. But very unrealistic body standards. Right, right. And like, just in general, she had to be sewn into that dress. I mean, it's just ridiculous that we're trying to wear it. Uh, Regardless, though, what's not ridiculous that someone would wear on them. You got it all done. You can do it. Where are you going? I'm wary of this segue. Drake uh, flipped out on a troll and followed the troll's wife on Instagram, pretty much insinuating he would gladly have some sort of intercourse with the troll's uh, wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's interesting pool. I mean, yeah. it's a weird conversation. The conversation around Jake is is Drake. Jake. Drake, not Jake. The conversation <laughs> around my co-host Jake is very interesting. He's, oh, let's gossip he's about engaged. Jake. <laughs> oh, he's a gaze. He's so nice. Um, he's a cartoon Jake, puppet three days a week. Always the nicest guy. <laughs> very funny. Drake, however. Never, never um, responds to a troll online by uh, hitting on their wife. I, I mean, it's a fun flex that only certain people could do right and i think that's kind of in a way i'm like jealous like of just having that power of being like um because if i if a troll came after me and then i followed their wife and was like hey ma i think is what he said or whatever sup ma or something what what's with ma by the way why ma i don't know especially because he seems to favor the little young the little the the young yeah which is why i don't even talk about Uh, him very much he always has blind items so annoying i really don't care for him I don't care for him. I don't, <laughs> I don't like Drake. that Drake. Yes. I don't like him. Uh, and I hear that. But um, yeah, so he guess, I guess this guy gave him uh, a troll comment about having ghost riders, which he's known to have a ton of. Um, uh, and then he just, uh, he said, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. And then he DM'd. The girl, by the way. So if it was a, just a post on a comment or something like that, that'd be one thing. But he definitely wanted to see what would happen. He DM'd the person. How bad was the troll comment? Not the, he said, you like ghostwriters. Yeah, he said, your son probably play with ghostwriters uh, because Jake wow. said something about Seems like uh, his son doth playing basketball. too much there. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like, Drake, you played yourself yet again because in, yeah. in your ever-present quest to not look like a big little shit that everybody hates. Mm-hmm. You like once again just set yourself up to look like a little shit who everybody hates. You don't you think that like you know people who aren't incredibly insecure are out here replying to their trolls like this and you're totally right Holden it would be hilarious if you replied to your troll like that and it wouldn't like in a way, it's like that. It's, he, Drake is Drake, so he can be like, "Oh, I'm following your girlfriend." And if you did it, it would read differently. On the other <laughs> hand, it's like Drake. You, this is just so sad, bro. Like you yeah. are just so sad and so insecure. I actually feel like it's like much less. It's much more of a power move, you know, to not be like, "Oh, fuck your girlfriend," you know? Oh yeah, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. To to act like you don't exist is a much bigger power move than to be like. Yeah, well, 
I'm going to say something to your wife. <laughs> Fuck you. It's like, well, that just makes you sound like he got under your skin really badly. And it's not even that bad, but it's not like he well, even I will said say, anything that bad. Fortunately for Drake, the troll in question was Shrek. So yeah. the, the girlfriend is voiced by Cameron Diaz, which is a pretty good catch it's a good get. for old Drake. <laughs> it's a good get. Absolutely. Uh, Jackie there just we said go. We this got because there. she's had hotline bling in her head for a week, which I know because she texted me about it last week and then got hotline <laughs> bling in my head. So I think she was just thinking about Drake. And I don't know why she had hotline bling in her head. That was song was from six years ago. I <laughs> He's got some bangers, but again, yeah, not written by him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and even the yeah, beat apparently is like, was this even a blind item recently? The beat is a dram beat, uh, Big Baby Dram. And uh, he apparently like didn't give him credit for it or this, that, or the other, and kind of fucked him out of a bunch of money for it. So I think he should have just stayed on Degrassi. Personally. Yeah, even the whole thing. Yeah, Ugh, everyone's is Degrassi you still a thing? That doesn't still exist, does it? That's not still. Yeah, he can oh, be no, a they have a new now. one. There's a new one. Yeah, yeah, he can be a teacher now. Uh, he was could, he a, right. but he was in a wheelchair. In that you can show, be. A, right? You can still teacher be a teacher in a wheelchair. Teachers can't wheelchair. Te- there are no wheelchair <laughs> teachers. I'm just kidding. Uh, what What's next? He's gonna bring in an acoustic guitar, and then all the like the hotter girls in the class are gonna like want to bang him, and then I'll be sitting in the back being like. But me, though, I'm funny and I'm a theater boy and we can kiss in the dark. Wait, are you playing a high school student in this scenario? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm me. I'm sort of me in both forms at the same time. (laughs) It's kind of a mental experiment. Uh, Natalie, did you have the acoustic guitar playing teacher that uh, was a little, um, you know, I'm going to say inappropriate uh, when it came to the ladies? I was in a uh, most of my high school career I was in the emotional support program which is <laughs> the program for when kids act out right right so I was around we well, had to stop because you kept setting fire to all those old women <laughs> I had like three teachers that were always like very terrified of us so that was not the <laughs> experience special. that I had that's kind of fun fear <laughs> high yeah that's fun yeah. Uh, MJ did you have the acoustic guitar playing kind of 100% you're like alright buddy we get it you know he's got the puka shell necklace and he, you mean like one of the like teachers doesn't wear shoes yeah. if you had yeah. to guess the teacher that was having an like not an affair was sexually assaulting a student right. Right. Like I've that teacher. To, yeah. I've been trying to go back and do the autopsy on this myself. I'm like, were those teachers flirting with us or did we just think they were flirting with us because they were like mm. under 50? You know? Right. Like, we're going to talk to you on your level. You know what I mean, kids? I don't want to stand above you. I'm going to sit down in the chair, AC Slater style. We're going to like hammer this out, this whole English literature. Thing. Right. Totally. It, it, it is tricky too because in the time period, I did have a theater teacher uh, who was really funny. He was cool and he made me really love improv and Monty Python and stuff. Yes. And oh, nice. yeah. I talked about him for, you know, afterwards. I'm still friends with one of my friends from high school. And she's then like, yeah, he used to talk about my butt to me all the time. And I'm like, God damn it. Oh, no. It's always like, oh, if he if they felt cool in the moment, is it because they were trying to sound cool to teenagers for the wrong reasons you know it's hard to differentiate in the moment when you're a kid right yeah totally god damn it it's bizarre but what's also bizarre is james cromwell super gluing himself to the starbucks counter i love it for peta how do we feel about peta because i always feel like they do things that Sometimes I think give the movement a bad name. You know what I mean? Like oh, Bon he did Jovi it for PETA? said. Uh, yeah, he did it for PETA. Oh, yeah, yeah. that I don't love it. I just love it because yeah. it seems exactly like something that his character in Succession would do. Right. And and I, yeah, and I appreciate that, you know, I appreciate that. Well, how do you feel about, I mean, 
It seems like they don't need to upcharge for the vegan milk a little bit. No, you know yeah, I, mean? I agree. I think that's true. And also, I do love when an 80-something-year-old goes and protests like the Jane Fondas that are still out yes. there. I think that's fun. A hundred percent. I love Jane Fonda. Problematic. I think that the, yeah. the problem is that Jane Fonda has been consistently on the right side of history, and right. PETA has unfortunately been consistently on the wrong Agreed. side. Aside from, I think that politically, I very much support veganism, but it just PETA just yes. steps in their own shit at every turn. Right. Totally. And so I did not realize it was for them. I I thought it was just because he was an old. Yeah, they're like the Marilyn Monroe dress wearer of like organizations fighting back. You know what I mean? It's just sort of like I get what you're trying to do, but you're just just laming it up at every turn in order to do so. Yeah, they're bad. Peta is the one wearing the dress. And the dress yeah. is made of mistakes. <laughs> yes, the okay. dress is like a bunch of weird stunts that you just yeah. go like, did you have to do all, like, could we not have done this in a way that was a little less, I get that you're trying to get attention, but it seems like you're doing it in the queen baby way. Like in a way that's not going to get anybody else to be vegan. That's always to me the thing. It's yes. like if you're doing publicity stunts and stuff like this, my question you should ask yourself, in my opinion, is, is this helping or is this just about attention? And I will say, right. like, I think that it was probably a PETA video that, like, helped me along the way when I went vegan in high school. But, like, so they might. But, again, it's not it's not a good long term. Shock is not really a long term organizing strategy. Yeah. Like, you know, and I feel like, you know, I think the main thing with PETA is that they're always making, like, slavery analogies. And, like, right. they're, they're consistently stepping in it specifically in a way that involves like racism yeah and like other you know kind of like tapping into i don't know like i i remember that pamela anderson was was did some stuff with them that, that i thought was really cool and hot yeah and i school. remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. of course like totally that was exciting and hot. but they're just like they are like and and when people criticize them rather than being like oh you're right maybe we shouldn't make a slavery comparison because like that's something really specific and uh, not something to just like be used lightly. Then they're like, "Well, you don't take animal suffering seriously," and it becomes yeah. like a yeah. So and it's they like, they it's sort of like they become victimized with it. They're like, "Why are you attacking us?" This is, right. And it's like maybe you made this. I don't know what you're talking about because remember it was a campaign where it was like, uh, "I'd rather go naked than wear fur," and it was like different right. celebrities being naked, and that was cool. Yeah. I thought that was a fun campaign. But then yeah, yeah the like crazy that. ones. Yeah. It reminds me. Some of their stuff reminds me of what Kissel used to have to do as a baby with the evangelicals and hold the fetus, the mutilated fetus posters out. You right, know? right, right. Yeah, that was that weird one where it was like the that whole campaign where like I'd rather take a big shit in this guy's mouth than wear fur. And then it was like I don't want to. Then they're showing you video of. Uh, Scat play, I think, and I was just like, "How does this?" I think even that might have been a targeted ad for you, Holden. There's, there's a reason it was showing. You won't up. last five minutes without orgasming <laughs> over this PETA video, and I was like, "God, good lord, I'm not into this kind you'll of thing." You'll come know what I mean? and you'll stop wearing fur. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a two bir- two birds with one stone. Am I right? Well, actually, you don't want to kill the birds, though. It's uh, PETA, right? So you want to <laughs> give James Cromwell just being an old crotchety weirdo. That I support. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, for sure. What an old man's name, too. James Cromwell. You cannot get older man names. You know, it's weird with names sometimes where I'm like, how were you a child with that name? I know. You know, like, you, I don't, there's no boy in that I'm name. It's, James Cromwell. Yeah, he has that look where I've never seen him not old. He's one of those yeah, actors, too, yeah, where you've just only seen him. Born old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're old. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Speaking of feeling old, uh, celebrated my first Mother's Day this past Sunday. So fun. With my lovely Alexis, my, my wife, my mama. That was fun, man. I was like... You know, I feel like when it comes to big events like that, I'm like, oh, here we go. Another thing I got to stress out about, you know what I mean? And then like I got to the day and I was like, oh, wow, this is like surreally cool. How did you do anything, MJ? Or do you guys just, at this point, are you guys just over it? <laughs> uh, no, I well, <laughs> so the problem was I really played myself. I don't know why I'm using that phrase so much on this episode. Wow, you play, because you keep playing yourself. I'm playing yourself. You don't have to use this stupid fucking phrase. I'm playing myself. (laughs) I played myself because I... I played myself (laughs) today. It's more Giant Cash's song at this point. So uh, I, my child's fourth (laughs) birthday is right before Mother's... My child, I became a mother right before, or a parent right before Mother's Day, uh, which led to my first Mother's Day just being, like, just very, very... I couldn't imagine... Yeah, just being like... We would not have had a fun Mother's Day at all if Mother's Day had happened within the first three months of when he existed. In fact, we'd be like, I'm so sorry, you know what I mean? It was just hell. Those months were... I think people need to hear that more. Those first three months are fucking hell. So either if you have uh, know someone in it or you're about to go into it, just know they're hell. And if you're in and it then now it gets and you're better. like, I don't like this very much, that's okay. Yeah. It, yes, it yeah. totally gets better. There's not enough people gave me that fucking memo. I, and um, like, I think unanimously, everybody like had a kid recently around the same time. We're all like, yeah, the first three fucking sucked you know what I mean? You just, you just got to get those through those first three months. Yeah. That's Kids a- just, ah, ah, you know what I mean? You're just like, I don't know how the hell, I can't do it. You know what I mean? It's a gym's house. It builds, you know, just saying it's another people's house. It's, so my first Mother's Day was like only, and, and remember, we were in the hospital for like a week after she was born. So like, it was like we had just gotten home from the hospital. So Mother's Day has always just been like a, Oh, this reminder of how of this yeah. intense trauma that and and but also now I'm like as we get further oh as you know my first kid gets older and we get further from the intense trauma that was like me getting very sick during her birth like I am more able to enjoy her birthday and she had a fantastic birthday it was so fun and so her party was on Mother's Day and oh, so fun. we wanted to do the thing which we are not holding you'll be there in just a little bit we were like well we we want we can't just invite a few people we have to invite uh-huh. your whole class so we invited uh-huh. the whole class but i was like okay it's mother's day obviously if the whole class comes it'll be fine it's a very small class but it would be great if not the entire preschool class comes to our house too um and right. so we had a great time it was actually extremely fun and special awesome. and like i got a glimpse Aww. into like being a like how many people showed up i think there was Six or seven four year olds. Oh, in my okay, house. that's reasonable. There's only yeah. like you know twelve or fifteen kids in the class or something. They keep it, they keep it small at that age. But like, uh, yeah, we had like you know six, seven four year olds in our you know on our like little porch, and I being 
you know, educator, like set up all, I like put out a bunch of chart paper and markers and stickers <laughs> and like the kids just played. They just played with toys. Was there a theme? No, no. Well, the theme was loosely rainbows, but the theme oh. was also whatever theme you can get at the dollar store because I'm not making a separate trip. So it was like rainbows, <laughs> but then also like frozen hat, frozen the movie hats and like Spider-Man napkins. And so it was, the theme was dollar store. Um, and so we had a great, great, great time. And it was very <laughs> fun to see like, you know, it's fun to see your kid like be who they are with their friends, like not who they yeah. are with their family. And That's so, so cute. we had like such a good time. And it was actually a great way to spend Mother's Day, but I did not get the whole like, I'm relaxing because it was not relaxing. No, no it doesn't no. sound oh, like yeah, it. I, de- <laughs> I definitely jumped in on that. My back is totally fucked, mm. uh, largely apart because I was like, I'll do it all. I'll do the whole thing. I did it all like a thing about all you single parents out there. I have I so much respect for you oh guys. My God. I'm adding it to my list. Everyone should have to be a waiter for like a month. Everyone should have to be a teacher for like a semester, like even just a month, couple weeks. And everybody should have to take care of a baby for one full day. Where are the babies <laughs> coming from? I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Well, you know, they used to have, so I was reading about this on Reddit. Someone was complaining about how they had one of those babies for a week. Oh, thing. High you guys school. Remember I remember that? that. I remember those in high school. Yeah. I didn't, Did you have I, to no, do I didn't. that? Yeah. So they were like, wrote this whole post about like, they entrusted their fake baby <laughs> with their mom because they had to do like a cheerleading. Uh, they, they had to go to a sporting event and do a cheerleading thing, whatever they call it, a cheerleading, be a Pep person rally. in a cheerleading. Yeah. So... They gave the kids the, the fake baby to their mom who like took it to her like evil aunt's house who has two awful kids and she just like gave the baby to those two kids and the, so she had like horrible brain trauma when they like <laughs> checked the baby because like they were just throwing that kid you know this baby around and just completely <sighs> fucking with it. Yeah, because like I, I don't know if you had the same ones, but I remember the people in high school like the baby would somehow record. If it was, it was like almost a weird Furby situation, like where it knew when stuff happened to it or something and they would grade right. you on it. Yeah. So yeah. That, they, baby, the baby came back as just like an abused baby, I guess. Yeah, that baby yeah. was like dead yeah, we had that 15 too. times, like because these two kids were just like, I want to see if its head fits in the fucking doorstop, you know what I mean, or whatever it is. But anyways, uh, all that to say, uh, I can't handle like emotional parent related shit anymore and that post that John Travolta made on Mother's Day for Kelly Preston was honestly a real tear tear jerker I know we we make fun of him a lot but that was like oh yeah they've been through a lot that's sad your face I believe Barbara Streisand sings I'd never heard the song before it's great beautiful song I need to listen to more Barbara Streisand I think I'm at the age I'm ready for some Barbara Streisand in my life I want to see funny girl she just turned like something like 80 she, I, I, yeah. it was an age where I was just like, what? Right? Yeah, yeah. She's up there. Oh, yeah. She might as well be a fuck. She's a vampire at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she's, she's great. Old. Keeping it throw tight. Throw her away. I say throw her in the garbage. No. <laughs> I would love for Holden to have his late, late 30s Barbara Streisand phase. I think Love this. Fun. Yeah. Also, um, and more not news, Harry Styles thinks therapy's good and <laughs> is weirded out by people talking about him having sex with people. I think that's um, just normal, not interview, interview stuff. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> just a thing that people mostly think. <laughs> Listen, I will watch him do 
anything and talk about yeah. it. I don't even feel horny for him. I just appreciate looking at him. It's just like a pleasant sure. experience yeah. to look at him. I love it's his style. His fashion is really is yeah, the nice like Well, he'll never yeah. go out of style. Yeah, I feel absolutely. Fondness that song is written him. about him. Taylor yeah. Swift, am I right? She dated him. Um, <laughs> And wrote a song called Style, and it's one of her best songs. This is anyways, what happens when you let Holden host the show. It always comes <laughs> That's back right. to We'll Swift. never go out of style. We'll never go out of style. Uh, anyway, she's so good. <laughs> uh, she's go. got a big announcement coming up soon, by the way. She's got something coming out. I believe on the 13th, because that's her lucky number. That's yes, like her we favorite number. Yes, we talked about this last week. We think it's going to be a pregnancy announcement. You think it's going to be an yeah, album maybe. announcement. I think it's probably just going to be her Taylor's version. A pregnancy announcement. But she also might be pregnant. Because yeah, she couldn't go to the Met saying. Gala. And Holden was like, yeah, because she's working on an album. And Jackie and I were like, um, <laughs> yeah, do you I think, think it's because of that? Show. Does she have a she partner? She could go as an e- a Fabergé egg or something. <laughs> Does she have know? a partner or do you think it would just be Joe like Allen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the okay. guy, he was in the oh, film Oh my God, the I'm favorite. so sorry. How would I know? Yeah, you fucking <laughs> Natalie, idiot moron. Everyone knows. <laughs> Joe Allen. He's an actor. They keep their relationship very private. He uh, got a couple of credits on her last two albums. Jeez, <laughs> I don't know who this man is, unfortunately. Are you more of a folklore and evermore? Whatever, Natalie. Don't even answer that because you're whatever. <laughs> oh, is Natalie in whatever jail? <laughs> I might be in whatever jail. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I am ready to blow your tops off, both of you. All right? It's going to happen. Okay. Well, actually, MJ's top's already off. Am I right, people? <laughs> Here's this week's celebrity conspiracy. Hit me with the share. Do you, you believe in? Did 9-11 break up Justin Timberlake and Britney's Brit Brit due to his <laughs> farts? <laughs> what? I forgot how stupid what? this one is. What? Uh, oh, Natalie, since you've been on the show, you might have <laughs> not known that this conspiracy theory is now largely come from the um, listeners. I will say. they are perfect. This is conspiracy okay. theory number 92. This so, is how yeah, long we've been in scraping. pandemic. We started them in the beginning of the pandemic. Wow. Yeah, because we had not as much celebrity news, but since then it's got fired, people write in with them, and this one came in with the they're subject line, so urgent. <laughs> is this, is urgent. This like, <laughs> is this just sort of like they're making it like an AI bot would, or is this a thing yeah. that people actually think? No, it's this really people. feels like an, an AI bot was taught a bunch of celebrity conspiracies, and this just came out. Yeah, yeah, I for can't sure. speak for this one, but in general, the ones we get from <laughs> listeners are like, yeah. Well, well, you're about to find out some interesting evidence <laughs> here. Oh, I think. I mean, I don't know if they're key. You in? We believe. So this was yeah. This gave us <laughs> the subject line: urgent. 9-11 gave Jay Timberlake nasty farts slash why him and Britney broke up in two thousand two. Oh. Oh my God, urgent is so good. <laughs> I love urgent. Yeah, that's Please the best. Please put urgent, urgent in all of your stuff. It worked. Line. I clicked on it. It actually got me in. You know what I mean? All right. And then I read that line. I just was like, yeah, we got to go with this. You know what I mean? I'm just sitting there fucking so lazy looking at this. All right. Um, hi, Page 7 crew. Recently, I was reviewing footage from the 2003 Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. It is a fever dream. <laughs> One of the awards presented by Cameron Diaz near the end of the show is for Best Celebrity Burp with Justin Timberlake (laughs) taking the trophy for that year. As part of his acceptance speech, Timberlake implies that if he had been in the running for the earlier, quote, Best Fart Award, he would have won that category as well. (laughs) A bold claim, considering that year the Best Fart winner was Matthew Lillard for the fart scene in Scooby-Doo. Cheers. Shout out to Matthew Lillard. We love him. He then linked the acceptance speech video... Uh oh, he just yeah. I that was is that an actual fart? Is there a fart award at the Nick Choice? I got in two thousand three. I don't know. At this point, it might be too problematic (laughs) to do it in today's 
day and age. Uh, so yes, he linked the video. I watched it with my own eyes. Justin Timberlake did indeed accept the best burp, but did say emphatically he would have won best fart. This wouldn't have caught my attention, except since listening to your pop history series on Britney Spears, shout out to Natalie, I have been haunted by the fact that when dating JT and Britney's pet names for each other were, do you remember Natalie? I didn't remember, so it's okay if you don't remember. Crystal Clown Girl. (laughs) Crystal Clown and? Bop and B-Boy. Bop and B-Boy. Crystal (laughs) Brown and Bop and B-Boy. I cannot believe you remember that. No, no, no. It was Pinky and Stinky, Natalie. It was Pinky and Stinky. Oh, my God. As a refresher, here's the quote from the 2002 interview with Oprah. I have a ring, and he gave me that, uh, that that he gave me that I wear on my pinky. So he started calling me Pinky, and then I started calling him Stinky for some reason. Ha ha ha! ha. She laughs. <laughs> no. So that's our nickname. It was 2003. Everyone knew the phrase two and the pink one in the. Song. Oh wow! I didn't even think about oh, that. I didn't even think about that. I'm sorry. I can't hear those two words in juxtaposition <laughs> without thinking about how disturbed I was to hear that phrase in 2003. <laughs> oh. I didn't even think I'd you crack that gun. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's probably why, but still, let's keep going with the uh, the conspiracy here. The, this interview was given in February, just a month before the couple split in early 2002. It's hard to know for sure, but my conspiracy is that a change in diet or post 9-11 related stress <laughs> caused Justin Timberlake <laughs> to start <laughs> to start having some really horrendous gas in late 2001. And while he and Brittany tried their best to laugh it off or find workarounds, it may have become an issue. Wait, I'm, just re- I'm just realizing that 9-11 is, that's the only, there's no explanation. Yeah, that is literally the only be- reason people would have GI problems. The only way that they got 9-11 is like, this. What could have happened before Why? 2003 that could have led Justin Timberlake to have thinking parts? I know, 9-11. <laughs> Why would you, and like, urgent, did 9-11 break up Justin Timberlake? The only just an arbitrary association by this person. Uh, The idea that his stress, I mean, whatever, trauma lasts a long time, but you're going to get traumatized vicariously. Likely you weren't in Lower Manhattan, but you're going to get traumatized in 2001, 9-11, and then in 2003, you're still living with it. I mean, is there even a study on this? I think people get more gas. I don't know, but now I think we should should have one. Did everybody fart more after 9-11? Yeah, does stress even cause gas? Like, we don't even know if that's much less. Did 9-11 give a bunch of people uh, more gas? I guess maybe you could be stress eating, like, comfort foods. You know, stress eating beans like you are. Oh, yeah, there was this ridiculous study. Did we even talk about it? If we, uh, do we, uh, Jackie did send out this study that was like, studies show that people who have like worse gas have like worse depression. And I was like, (laughs) don't we just want to think that like, when people are depressed, they eat like shit yes. and therefore yeah. fart a lot this more. Like, sure. I mean, when I'm depressed, <laughs> I eat burgers causation. and drink beer and like 
fart a lot. Like <laughs> that's why you just you treat yourself poorly health wise. Yes. And then you no, your bad farts are because you're depressed. Not yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, anyways, the Hernandez gas late 2001. While he and Britney Spears tried their best to laugh it off or find workarounds, it may have become an issue uh, or insecurity for the couple and served as a fulcrum for their breakup. Especially after Britney came so close to airing his dirty laundry on the Oprah Winfrey Show of all places. I know the evidence is thin. Dirty laundry because he was sharting. I was gonna say, is, yeah, is yeah. that a shart reference? <laughs> but trying to research this topic further has only put some very distressing fan fiction and search terms into my browsing history, and even. More more distressing questions in my head. What world would we live in if JT had just taken some probiotics? Thank you all for everything you do, (laughs) and I hope that maybe one day some (laughs) solid answers can be found to this gassy question. Signed, Malodorous in Minnesota. Malodorous? Malodorous? That was was great. I love this. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) That is is some... That is some QAnon string theory shit right yes. there. And yeah. I love it. We went deep. I love how it's such a strong theory yet with so little evidence. And I just have no notes. And I think it's great. I love how it was presented. <laughs> and, you know, probably in 2000, again, there was, you know, there was 2001 had a lot of ramifications for a long time. And so I guess. I mean, you know. Look what happened to glitter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We were all suffering different ways. <laughs> I feel I feel gassed after doing that one. Uh, where do you guys stand? Do you believe? That's the real question. I don't care what you think about the email, what you think about the presentation of the evidence, because we're not here to grade the presentation, MJ, and you a know plus, that. Though. I know it's A+. Plus, all right? I was there. I said the damn email. <laughs> but what do you think? Do you think that this is a three-parter, 9-11 gave Justin Timberlake gas, and that gas broke up him and Britney Spears, thus altering the course of pop culture inevitably for the rest of our lives. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, if they would have stayed together, and we would, they would have had a kid probably pretty young. Yes. And that kid would probably be the ruler of our country now. A talent, And we wouldn't least. have gotten toxic. Right, because Toxic came after that. Yeah, that's true. Or and oh. we wouldn't have gotten Cry Me a River. And well, yeah. I could do without that. What was Toxic about? <gasps> His oh, gas farts. I believe. Oh wow, there we go. <laughs> I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that your toxic farts do do? Yeah, yeah. It's the farts. It's that's. I'm addicted to you because like there's something about the smell of your fart. I don't know. I'm reaching <laughs> at this point. What do you think, Natalie? Do you believe? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of some fart related um, symbolism in the. Every time I could, if all I see not in me, I guess Your I need me. you, baby. I think that was her saying, you can fart on my face. Yeah, and I think it used to be, the line used to be, every time I fart, it puts you to sleep because it smells oh, so Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then the guy, the producer was like, hey, Brittany, maybe we should change it to be something different, you love. You know what I mean? I mean? I'm guessing that's the way the producer sounded to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, Brittany. All right, okay. Anyway, I'm getting lost in the sauce here. We got to move on. That's a belief for All right, that's a belief. All right, there you go. Thank you so much, <laughs> uh, person who wrote that in. Maladoris in Minnesota. Uh, all right, I think now it's time for the list. Oh, who's, who's got, got the list? Hold <laughs> oh, gotta have that list. Yeah, that's the song, <laughs> Jack. Song, Natalie. <laughs> 
just sync it up in post. You don't know what I'm Post Malone, am I right? He's, he's not gonna, on the list. He's going to be a dad. Wow, really? Yeah. I was not one of our... That's awesome. I like Post Malone. I do too. He's, he's, uh, his girlfriend's pregnant. That's amazing. Good for him. Yeah, he's excited. I like that he loves Rosé. Something about that just makes me like him more. Yeah, he, I like, think he's loves cute. Rose. He's a cutie. All right, here's some facts that'll blow your fucking stupid ass mind. Did you know the munchkins were paid less than the dog in Wizard of Oz? They were paid $50 per week. And Toto and his trainers got $125 per week. Isn't that an interesting little silver lining, though? And his trainers, plural. So I think maybe there was three people involved in the one payment, whereas the, every single person got $50 in the other one. I hope and you're right. I just watched a doc about the little people in Wizard of Oz, and uh, they really sexualized them as a as a whole because there's all these rumors that they were having these orgies in this one hotel where they were all staying and everything. Uh-huh. And they were like, no, dog. Sorry to tell you this, but it didn't happen that way. <laughs> but I'll tell you what about those trainers who are doing a bunch of blow cane and fucking. <laughs> well, they yeah Eiffel they were Tower fucking the dog each other in for front sure. of the dog. Yeah, yeah, and they were at least fucking the dog once. Uh, Christian Bale's American Psycho is based on Tom Cruise. Bale called up director Mary Heron, saying that he saw Tom Cruise on David Letterman and thought that energy would be perfect for Patrick Bateman, citing Cruise's quote. Very intense friendliness with nothing behind the eyes. Yes, Christian Bale, drag him. Believe that shit. Yes. I love it. I think I knew this fact, but maybe y'alls didn't. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Django Unchained, when he flips out and smashes the glass with his hand, that was a real moment and actually cut his hand open and that is all real blood and he just kept going with the take and it was like one of those amazing like one shots of acting really? that now exists. Yeah. That he actually blasted his hand open <laughs> and like they just kept it rolling. Right. I would like to think that I would do that in that moment. I don't know if I would. I might be like, ah, fuck. I would just be like, fuck, stop fuck. recording me right now. It hurts. <laughs> when I was at the vet today and uh, a man dropped his coffee and then just screamed, shit, really loudly. <laughs> I had like the most like whiplash reaction of at first being like so judgmental and like wow big reaction and then like within milliseconds of thinking about it I was like I would have the exact same reaction I have so many moments that yeah. alone in my apartment oh yeah just <laughs> some little thing happening and me just going fuck especially <laughs> if I needed that, that coffee earlier. if I really needed yeah. that damn coffee oh yeah I mean, now you don't have your coffee totally. and your hand is scalding burn or maybe you want some sushi the code in the matrix is made up of sushi re recipes all that moving scrolling green uh, stuff that you see, all the kanji or whatever scrolling along there, that's all recipes for sushi. Wait, really? for real? It. There's there's yeah. kanji in that? I think so. If you like look, uh, there's kanji in this picture of it right now, hmm. but um, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I think there's words and other things. It's all kind of mixed in, but there's sushi recipes. That's in fun. there, hmm. James Cameron, wouldn't you know, he's a crazy psychopath, uh, made the charcoal drawing of Kate Winslet in Titanic. He drew her <gasps> like his French girls. Ew, uh, does she have to yes, pose Yes, in addition for to it? a talented director, Cameron is a talented artist as well. The nude portrait of Rose and all the other artwork mm. drawn by Jack was actually Cameron's work. Isn't that funny? Drew I don't know why, but I don't like that. Yeah, I was at well, first I breasts. was like, oh, and then I was like, mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, he drew, yeah, drew her up real nice. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how I feel like he would be talking when he was doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's a, yeah, this is a shade on her. <laughs> Scream uh, was actually originally titled Scary Movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. There you go. 
Uh, this actually came from a couple of sexual predators. When Harvey Weinstein, the producer of the film, was listening to Michael Jackson scream in his car, he thought that would be a better title. So uh, there you go. Had to do with those two creepy men. Yikes. Uh, if you listen to, actually, you'll find out, actually, we did an episode on Wizard of the Bruiser on Scream, so I'm pretty sure we said that factoid. We also talked about this factoid. Toy Story 2 was almost completely deleted. Uh, they accidentally, a Pixar employee accidentally typed in a command that erased all of the movie files. Uh, thankfully, th- there was a one technical director that was on maternity leave. Hey, shout out to mamas hey. that had a copy of everything at home. And that was the only reason why. And single handedly, that one person saved. Like, why is there a button to delete everything? I know. You told us this a couple weeks ago, and I still am thinking about it. Like, how I thought that that, yes, I have lost work and back in the day when my computer crashed or whatever but now everything is on fucking drive you know so like is it really possible to lose everything i mean i think that they now would have everything well yeah what year did toy story 2 come out i guess it was back i think the 74 i think yeah right around zeppelin's (laughs) heyday i think that it was around the space launch (laughs) probably in the 90s probably the late 90s so probably i guess they probably didn't have any kind of cloud thing then but still Why yeah, is there a button to delete backups. the entire movie? <laughs> I think we go. I, I forget the uh, ins and outs, but we definitely get into it in on Wizard of the Bruiser. Check us out. Uh, episode on Toy Story. Speaking of Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear's original name was Lunar Larry. Now for everything. <laughs> oh, my like Jesus. That. And uh, ooh, before that, it was uh, Jerry the Creep. <laughs> well, yeah, Lunar Larry sounds like Leisure Suit Larry, which is a perverted yeah. computer game. From yeah, the not, 80s. hey, come on, we, we support Leisure oh, Suit Larry. Oh, I love Larry it. I love it, but it's seven. definitely perverted. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. It's it's a horny old man's game. Oh, I play the all it's of no them. Beat him and eat him, but you know, it's still pretty good stuff. Uh, here we go. Any any Atari fans out there might know Beat him and eat him. Uh, last but not least, Gene Hackman was going to direct Silence of the Lambs. The actor snapped up the film rights to the book with the intention of making his directorial debut. After several questionable decisions, Hackman decided that he just didn't want the rights anymore. I ate his liver with the content beans. (laughs) (laughs) Content beans? Is that what you said? I don't know what's going on anymore. You know what I mean? I had a mimosa of the first half of this episode. Oh, damn I'm it. Like I'm, now I'm on a lazy river. What is it? Days. Mother's Day for you? Why are you having a mimosa on a Wednesday afternoon? <laughs> I had, we were like out of drinks. That was like all, that was the only thing we had some bubbly That's and nice. uh, some OJ. Yeah, I love a mimosa. Good. Don't get me wrong. I know, right? It felt nice. I, I, like, didn't a, have any I like a Bellini more. You got, Bellini's a good one. I like Bellini. Bellini's a good yeah. one. I like any sure. fruit in a champagne. I'm a, I'm yeah, one of those yeah, pricks yeah. that's like, do you have any Prosecco? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Natalie and Henry, I feel like last few times I've gone out to dinner with you guys, y- y'all, y'all hit the Prosecco. Oh, yeah. And like, if you yeah. put a berry in there, come yes. on. Oh, great. Please. Strong. Give me like a Dave Barry, am I right? Love comedy writer Dave Barry. He's fantastic. Yeah, I like him in my, I like him in my drinks also. Yeah. <laughs> I like a big Dave Barry book and a glass of Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> Real mom over here. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, we made it through the list, and now we're turning the corner into near the end of the episode street time. Oh, no. Yes, you're doing great. Hold on. <laughs> you are Jackie. Oh, my God. You know, I've got hands that feel and a mouth that tastes, but I don't think I have eyes that see. <gasps> I think I'm going blind, blind items. Oh, no, we, we can't, can't see them. That's right. We're in blind item territory now. Oh, thank God. I'm back to like what I normally do. I feel like I feel like I was wearing someone else's like blouse yeah. just Oh yeah, no, like, I you were you really transformed. It was incredible. <laughs> Take off your skin suit and get into the Holden territory. Here, <laughs> here we go. Uh this famous performance artist says this A-list singer slash actress stole her ideas and Rituals without credit or compensation. This would be a crazy lawsuit. Um, I'm. You don't have. This is like the, one of the only artist names that I know. She is a very famous performance Marina artist. Abramovich. Oh, Marina. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I went to her exhibit. I was talking about how there was that little corridor with the naked guy with the big dick and the naked woman, and they were standing really close to each other, facing each other, and you could walk to get to the next room. You would have to walk like kind of awkwardly in between them, and you were always going to graze you, you went some to that? genitals. I went to that, but they also had a a, a, a p word way, um, and I went that way. There was a way that you didn't have to walk. Through oh, you didn't have to walk the pussy word. I guess. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, I'd be more concerned for the people being groped by. Yeah, they had some issues with that. I think they definitely had to. I, I heard they had to like kick some guy out. Yeah. Um, one time. Yeah, yeah. But that's. I mean, that's Abramovich. I mean, it's naked people yeah, everywhere. That's true. Who do you think now? What pop star do you think would most kind of like Lady Gaga be into this? Yes, <laughs> Natalie. At a three-day retreat in upstate New York, Marina instructed Lady Gaga in the Abramovich method, a series of exercises designed to heighten participants' awareness of their physical and mental experience in the present moment. There was a. I watched this very interesting. Uh, Vimeo uh, video of her going like, ah! and she's like naked and she's like grasping like a stone. A lot of new, I was like, wow, full Gaga nudity as well. But uh, it looked very interesting. Um, but who knows? I hope that this isn't contentious. They they seem like peanut butter and jelly to me in terms of uh, arts. What was the accusation? Just that the A-list singer stole Abramovich's ideas and without credit. Oh, okay. okay compensation. Okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of don't really buy it, but I yeah. just thought it was like a fun one. I don't know if I buy it either. I know, right? But either way, this isn't the conspiracy theory. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that Listen, some other our time. Our beliefs don't matter here. Yeah, our beliefs don't matter <laughs> in the realm of the blind. I mean, I don't buy that she was stealing necessarily. Right, right. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. I agree with you. But yeah. regardless, a kindness blind. I always love these kind ones, these nice ones. This permanent A-list mostly movie actor who has been in two of the biggest franchises ever orders two very expensive bottles of wine and gives one of them to the waiter or waitress serving him. Isn't that kind of cool? 
He also apparently was selling weed before he got his career start. That was another blind item about him. He uh, he's older now. The two biggest franchise still today, essentially. Like um, um, one of them not as big as the other one. The other one exists in space. And ooh, he's great. And the one person's like, "I love you," and he's like, "I know." Harrison Ford. Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah. wow, way to go with your hints into <laughs> Jesus fashion over the headville. <laughs> oh, I thought he was like. I thought Harrison Ford was notoriously so stoned all the time that he was kind of mean. Am I wrong yeah, about that? Yeah, I didn't that? know. I, I never had heard. I always put him in the same category as like uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. But yeah. A, apparently, he does this very sweet thing at oh, restaurants. And I think it's a really nice. cool. I love cool, it. Yeah. But it also seems like, doesn't it seem like something a mean person could do? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to buy the nicest bottle of wine for the worker. You know, I mean, it is yeah, materially yeah. very nice, but I can imagine it might still square. Because I've also thought maybe heard maybe just thought that he's a meanie or yeah i'd probably be like could i have the 200 dollars instead yeah it's like yeah, I'm right. a, sir i'm an alcoholic i you please yeah. don't give this to me like, yeah, right. expensive <laughs> bottle of wine is like industry. i'm recovering I- yeah yeah exactly um yeah usually when i go to a restaurant if i have the money i'll buy them a gun with a single bullet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me that's kind of my thing here we go superhero blind are you ready for the final blind uh-huh. you mice uh, uh, <laughs> blind. Okay. These two from the Marvel Cinematic Universe who have starred together in movies and their own TV show just broke off their years-long affair. Yes. Now, this is the problem. Is I'm worried y'all might not be as familiar with. Yeah, so I this, don't the, follow superhero movies. The man is British. Is it Vision and, and, and WandaVision? I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, it's, uh, Olsen. It's, 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 Olsen? Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen? Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Oh, they were, I didn't know they okay, had a okay. little fling going, but they have such good chemistry oh. in WandaVision and everything they do in the uh, MCU. So, wow, that all kind of breaks my heart that they were together but now are not. I can't think about WandaVision without just like starting to like violently sob. So <laughs> let's just move along. It's so good. <laughs> well, now there's more to sob about because they <laughs> broke up, MJ. They, they did not together. find love. Now in I'm a sad hopeless again. place. Oh my god, what a good fucking show. To hold it in you, show. don't you think especially from like a parenting point of view like her devastation? Yes. I loved that, that show. My only complaint about that show is by the end of it it turns into like every other Marvel thing. Yes, you like did, it yeah, just becomes liked, this big fight. You liked how it was weird at the beginning and then it got I wish that they would have just committed to the thing they started with. We are fine with that. We do not need another like wizard battle in the air like we've got a lot of those like you could just keep going with this really cool concept and not like be like oh but wait rug it's still also that thing right guys the thing you've seen in 20 movies at this point you know that's I mean? why i don't really follow superhero stuff because i find the fights and stuff pretty boring most of the time because they're very digital like there's no yeah, real they're all it's, right. it's they're all a very effects. so I, yeah i don't yeah, really yeah, yeah, care sure. most yeah, of the time for sure uh, well, there you go. Speaking of not caring, whatever. The blind items are over. Wow. Oh my god, we got through it. I we did, did the it. whole. Look at look at y'all. Look at me. You did it. You did it, Natalie. You did it, Jackie Holden. I feel big and strong. <laughs> I'm a big strong man, but we missed Jackie so much. Jackie, yeah. if you're listening to this, we missed you so much. Yeah. And but thank you so so much, Natalie, for jumping yes, in Natalie, and saving that so poor fun. woman's voice. Yeah, you were great. Thanks. It's hard. Pl- it's hard being Holden sometimes. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know. Say your side. Give me your Holden sign off. Uh, what would Holden? Oh, sign-off? fuck you, guys! <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> 
I'm gonna come all over your faces. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's a lot better than I love my baby. That's my baby. I love my baby. All right, it's time for the plugs. Uh, I'll tell you why you two go first, and then I'll close it out. Natalie, give us what you, you you're the guest. Give us what you got. Uh, we uh, I have a, a show with Amber Nelson on LPN called Someplace Underneath. We discuss missing women's stories and exploited women's stories and a lot of uh, cult y things. Um, it is really sad and dark, but we also have smiles. And uh, so, yeah, we have a fun time. Love it. You want to check that out. And uh, of course, we're going to be all at the uh, the LPN uh, extravaganza. Jamboree? What are we calling this thing? I think Jamboree, we're calling baby. it an extravaganza. extravaganza. Nashville, June 18th at the Ryman Auditorium. World famous. Can't wait to do it. Please. Tickets are still available. Get them where they can be. Almost got. gone, though. That We're doing real good on sale. Fuck yeah. I needed to hear that because I hadn't checked in because I get scared about that sort of information. But that's awesome to hear. Yeah. I was worried they're like, it's not going good. And I was <laughs> said, like, oh, we can't see. Holden, yuck. Yeah, Ew. exactly. Then I'd be like, I need to get that gun back from that waitress. <laughs> Everyone in Nashville was like, last pack. Oh, Holden's going to be there. Forget oh, it. It's going to be there twice. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. Check that out and check out Spun. It's a fantastic podcast wherever podcasts can be seen and ad free on Stitcher. <laughs> Hey, uh, all right, MJ, what do you got? My name is MJ. I love crime podcasts and, you know. <laughs> What's this weird scary. character you're doing <laughs> no, right I'm now? I'm just saying about fun. <laughs> I like a sp- sad, Tell, give me a sad, spooky, sad story and I'll just be so happy. So I'm oh, just good. trying <laughs> got to <him>. support Natalie. <laughs> and also, I'm MJKLCAT on Instagram. And I'll also be yeah. at the Nashville show at my first Hell time yeah. in, in at least five years. I Woo! loves it. I loves it. Uh, also, check out, all right, here we go. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. I stream with Jackie on Friday. Jackie with the Holdies. It's awesome. We do it Friday at 6 p.m. Uh, ET phone home. Also check out page seven podcast at gmail.com page, the number, the numeral seven podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us your conspiracy theories. Uh, I really am getting a kick out of a lot of them lately. Send us your shout outs that we're about to do all of those things. And just the general FYI emails are also like amazing. And thank you so much for that. Um, uh, also, uh, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast for weekly bonus content for just $5 a month. So much stuff pumping out on there. Jackie reads books. Jackie and I do a thing called talking TV. We also, um, for $10 a month, you can join us for our Jersey shore watch along every Thursday so on fun. discord. So, so fun. fun. Oh my God. Pull up a guys. margarita and a joint and sit with us for an hour and a half while we watch two episodes of Jersey shore every Thursday at 5 p.m. PT. The best. Um, And I think that's about it. Jackie, we miss you. Come back. Uh, But until then, I think it's time to close this out with the shout-outs. Shout. Shout. Let let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. I love my baby.
Hey everybody, Holden here, stepping in for Jackie to read you some shoutouts. Uh, sorry she can't do it this week. Uh, she cannot speak. She has a mouth, but she can't scream. Uh, she really needs to be on vocal rest, so I'm happy to jump in for her here. Let's get into it. Hello, page seven. My name is Desiree. My actual name's Holden, but this is a shout-out from Desiree. And I am writing to you as my husband Joe has a birthday coming up on May 16th. I'm hoping it it isn't too late, and this is how I get a shout-out. This is how you get a shout-out. He is a loyal fan of all the LP in network, specifically the last podcast, Roundtable of Gentlemen, and Page 7. He loved... What about Where's the Bruiser, huh? Nah, I'm just kidding. He loves all of the members, but Jackie holds such a special place in his heart. Every Sunday, we do our chores, and he turns on the best podcasts, which is generally us catching up with Page 7. His favorite part are the shout-outs. He loves how genuine you are towards your fans. Jackie, oh no, I'm reading this! I promise... I promise she will hear this. I promise she will hear these words that I am saying, and uh, uh, she might be not saying them out loud, but I, I assure you this will be played for her ears. And he tears up almost at least once every time you do them. The last year has been tough on Joe. Without much detail, he broke his collarbone in March. That's awful. Needed surgery. And then he broke his pinky last week. Collarbone's the worst, dude. Uh, it's just like, what do you... They can't even really like... It's not like you can put a cast on a collarbone. And maybe needs surgery again. Not only did he break all his bird bones, his favorite band, ETID, which has been together for 20 years, had a pretty messy and online split, and he was devastated. I just want him to know what a good person he is and that he deserves the world. It would mean so much to me if and him if Jackie could send him a sweet shout-out. Ah. Is killing me. I, I, I know. I get it. We'll have her do it over again next week. This is part of his birthday gift, which includes me joining the page of a Patreon. It's some sweet LPOTL gear, which truly never disappoints. We love you guys. Thanks for reading this and for being the highlight of our week. You're welcome. From Rachel. OMG, hi, Jackie. Hey, it's me, Jackie. Wow, what's up? I started listening to Page 7 sometime in the fall of 2021. I started all the way at the beginning, and I'm now caught up, and boy, was it a wild ride. I'm a biochemistry PhD student, so I would binge through multiple episodes per day as I'm working in the lab. It's been a rough past year with moving to a new state away from all of my friends and family. That's the worst, Rachel. Uh, I know how hard that can be. My amazing grandma passing away just days before I had to move, my amazing aunt being diagnosed with dementia, and just the overwhelming stress of being a PhD student while suffering through my 20s. I don't want to sound negative. I do have so much to be thankful for as well. I have amazing friends and a family, a hot husband, my two dogs, and two ferrets, and of course, page seven. You guys always make me laugh, and I love when you talk about how much of a shit show your 20s were. Absolutely, they were, because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Side note, I also love when you talk about your tall butt crack because I have a friend, Jock, that also talks about her tall butt crack and the necessity of all things high-waisted, so it always makes me laugh. I just wanted to say thank you to all of you, Jackie, MJ, and Holden, for bringing a much-needed spark of positivity into my life. I look forward to Page 7 and Riverdale Roundup every week. Jackie, if you could please tell me how much of a badass bitch I am, I would really appreciate it because I'm in need of a little bit of a Jackie shout-out right now. Perfect. Perfect. I love you guys. Rachel Lim. Rachel, this is coming from Holden, but you are badass bitch and you are not going to take it anymore. Uh, Rachel Lim, she hers. I also love going by my drunk alter ego name, Ratchet. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Hey, nice ratchet. P.S. If you happen to read this on air, feel free to short it. Uh, no, not at all. P.P.S. No pressure if you don't read it on air. Ah, uh, you're gonna definitely get a red on air. All right, from James. Hey, Jackie. Hi. Hey, James. I love you and so happy to see you thriving. When I'm able to watch, catch you on Twitch, I love everything you're doing. I just can't always pop into the live streams. I want to send myself a birthday shout out. My birthday is May 13th and it has been one hell of a year. I'm eight months sober as of the day I'm writing this. Congratulations, James. And besides making the decision to be California sober, the last year I have moved into my own place, quit my soul-sucking job, cut contact with toxic family, and I've been working hard on working through child childhood traumas to be a more complete person. Yo, James, that's awesome, dude. Uh, it's been a really difficult year, and as I approach the big three, five, I'm looking back and thinking, God damn, I've done a lot of work, and I just want to shout myself out and be proud of myself for two seconds for that. Page seven has been invaluable through all of this. Anytime I'm overwhelmed or despairing or just can't find any happiness in the day, I'll throw on an old Riverdale roundup or episode uh, discussing Hollywood drama from three years ago and just think about nothing but celebrities and absurd improv for an hour. Thank you, MJ and Holden, for everything that you do. Hey, thanks, James. JDMF87 on Twitch. I think I've seen you around. Thank you so much, James. And I'll catch you on Twitch. From Sarah. Hi, gang. My name is Sarah, and I am a college student at Illinois State University. This past year has been so difficult with the semester at an end, I thought it fit to ask for a self-shout-out. I've been having a really tough time, but have finished my third year of school with all A's, working two jobs. Your podcast has been a light in the darkness through these crazy years, and I'm so grateful for you beautiful people. In August, I'll be starting my first year of student teaching, something that is so scary, but I'm so ready for. A shout-out for you guys. Too. You are all amazing and wonderful humans, making thousands of people's day better and worth getting through. Please keep doing what you're doing. I hope all is well. Love you all so much. Follow me on socials, mamas. Love Sarah. That's uh, on Instagram, Sarah6 with two X's, 19. Sarah6, 19. Sarah underscore six underscore 19. Uh, all right, I'll check it out. From Vincent. Hey, Page 7 crew. My wife's birthday is on May 31st, and I wanted to give her a happy birthday shout out. We have been huge. Huge fans of the LPN network since before we were even married. We now have a four-year-old son that has been diagnosed with autism, and my wife has gone above and beyond to make sure he has all the resources he needs. At the lowest lows, she has pulled us through. She's the strongest and most reliable person that I know. Even with all struggles in our own life, she still manages to find the energy to go out of her way to help others. She never ceases to amaze me. Happy birthday, Brittany. You are truly beautiful on the inside and out. I love you so. That one's getting me a little emotional because I just did Mother's Day with Lexi, and I feel so similar and uh, about her and how she holds this household together the way she does, Vincent. So I totally hear you on that. And uh, hell yeah, good on you. Um, Vincent's wife, whose name is escaping me. All right. Uh, my name is Brooke. I have a couple shout outs. My first shout out is to myself. I'm not going to deep dive this, but I've been really focusing on improving my mental health for the last few years. In doing so, I've been able to knock down my depression symptoms, live more confidently in my gender identity, and start to really make some good strides in my life. Congratulations, Brooke. Seriously, honestly. 
I'll be having top surgery in the next week. Oh, hell yeah. I'm signed up for courses to finish my associate's degree, and I'm finally in a stable job. Isn't that amazing when you hit that time in your life where just everything starts happening? Like This is, a, this is amazing, Brooke. I love my job as a mail carrier. It's really hard, especially during the pandemic and in Minnesota winters, but it's rewarding by getting to know and help the community I serve. Oh, you're one of those awesome mail carriers. Honestly, my mailman is uh, really cool. He's... Um, always like so friendly every time i see him he like he like knows my daughter now it's like really amazing so i understand how important that can be and as i do it does make me feel like i am, am more a part of like an actual neighborhood uh with with a mail carrier like that i'm at a point in my life where i'm actually looking forward to building a future for myself and not just doing the day-to-day functions on autopilot to get by so shout out to me for finally getting my shit together and being proud to live authentically me i know i still have a lot of work to do but i know younger me would be really proud to see where i'm at now That's amazing. I also want to send a shout out to the three of you for being such an amazing, supportive, and hilarious crew. Listening to Page 7 has been a weekly treat for my ears and my soul. I was never one to really follow too much celebrity gossip, but the dynamic of your show... Hey, me neither. (laughs) But the dynamic of your show brings me so much joy. I can't help but look forward to every new episode. Y'all have been inspiring to me because you're so true to who you are and all continue to learn and grow, not only within yourself, but also within your relationships. As you know, most people have been having a rough time since COVID dug in. And it's been a really lonely couple of years with having to distance from most friends and family due to the high risk of exposure at work. I've thankfully been able to listen to lots of podcasts while working and Page 7, along with several other LPN shows, has always been at the forefront. Hearing your camaraderie each episode felt like I was chilling with friends and gave me a lot of comfort. Hey, that's the idea. So uh, thank you, Jackie, for your intro songs, your hilarity and all things. Thank you, Holden, uh, for your wonderful laugh that brings me joy for being an all-around cool dude. And thank you, MJ, for your humor and additional inspiration for me to live what feels true and good within my gender identity. That's amazing. Brooke, keep being the wonderful people you are. You mean a lot to so many people for infinite reasons. I'm grateful for you, and I hope to give y'all hugs one day. All the best, Brooke. In Minneapolis, yo, love Minneapolis. Hope I can make it out there soon, maybe to do a show or something, and we can actually get that to happen. Lastly, from Steven. Sup, my page seven brethren, just sending you this message to make a shout out to a new way I found to make an extra awesome grilled cheese. All right. Now we're talking about language backstory. I recently became lactose intolerance, uh, which I didn't realize can happen to you at any time. And uh, my heart goes out to you, Stephen. I'm just uh, now getting back to personally enjoying more lactose. I had to take a huge break because my wife uh, had to take a huge break because our baby has a dairy allergy. So uh, we it's been uh, while she was breastfeeding. So it's been brutal had to make those dietary adjustments, but totally possible and fake uh, sour cream and fake butter. Not bad. I will say not bad. So uh, back to Steven. So now I can only eat dairy when I take my lactate pills. So I need to make sure my dairy is extra fancy. Oh, hell yeah. Anyway, I found a way to make an extra fancy grilled cheese. First, use Jackie's method of covering the bread with mayonnaise and grill it in a pan of melted butter. Of course, you have to. Then what you do is after you flip the sandwich, cover one side with a thin layer of Ken's Steakhouse Country French dressing. Ooh. Flip it over and grilling the side with the French dressing for 10 Mississippis, which is enough time to cover the other 
other side with French dressing, then flip it over and cook the other side for another 10 Mississippis. You, your sandwich will be covered in a sweet glaze. And then, and when you take a bite out of it, it will be out of bounds and take you straight to flavor town. Anyway, I love everything from the LPN, not just the podcast, but I also love Murder Fist, Huffing It, and Girls Are Roommates. Hell yeah, Steven. Seriously, you all deserve deaf shows, and your comedy got me through many a dark time. Love you all, Steven. Thank you so much, dude. And thank you, everybody, for your shout outs. Again, I promise you, Jackie will hear these, and uh, maybe she can also um, say a happy birthday to you when she gets her voice back. Uh, all right. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.